Hello, my lovely ones, and welcome to Mumming with Magli, the podcast for any mum who has absolutely no idea what the fuck she's doing. I'm Magli, your host, and I can confirm I have no idea what I'm doing. Join me every week as I try and tackle this parenting business, the ups and downs, and the many trials and tribulations. Other moms will also join us and share their story. Let's open up the conversation around the hardships of motherhood and all the pressure that comes with it. Hopefully, it'll make us all feel less alone in feeling lost and completely winging it. I know I am. Enjoy, and don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Good morning. Okay, guys, I'm going to be completely honest. I'm lying down in bed. <laughs> I'm in bed whilst recording and it just feels so good. Why do I not do this more often? It is just unbelievable. So to set the scene, I don't know why, but I feel the need to set the scene because I don't always record the episodes like in the same order that they come out. And George and I recorded an episode yesterday, which is actually going to come out next week, all about our child-free weekend. And then we also answer a few like relationship and parenting questions that I've received from people. So that's really fun. Anyway, today is Monday and this episode is actually going to come out tomorrow, which for you guys is today. (laughs) If you listen on the day and you should listen on the day because what else are you going to do on a Tuesday? (laughs) But listen to me and my life, you know? Anyway, I caught myself this morning, which the fucking irony is unbelievable because honestly, yesterday I sent an email out to my mailing list because I have a mailing list because <laughs> I'm a hashtag boss babe. <laughs> I can't with myself, honestly. I don't know why. I just, I really struggle. It feels cringe to consider myself a businesswoman with an email list and with like products to sell and a yoga platform to like plug and invite people to it's I'm working on it I'm working on that sort of mindset and business woman identity anyway needless to say yesterday I sent out an email because a few weeks ago I sent out an email (laughs) it's such a fine line between like sending out valuable content to my people but also I know that I'm subscribed to some mailing list and I just I hate being bombarded with stuff all the time so I'm just trying to find the line and I'm I'm still figuring it out. So if you are signed up and you think it's too much, <laughs> let me know. Or if you think it's not enough, let me know as well. Um, and if you're not signed up, what the fuck are you doing with your life? <laughs> so yesterday I sent out this thing about like Monday mindset because, oh, Monday, why do we put so much pressure on one day to literally like, it's like we need to change the world all of a sudden. <laughs> Monday morning arrives. We wake up and we're like, I must do this. I must do that, blah, blah. Ah, quick, quick, quick. And it's just not good. It's not good for the soul. It's not good for the brain. It's not good for the body. It's just, it's not sustainable. So I sent some tips that really helped me deal with this because I know I used to struggle so badly with like Sunday blues, especially, and this is one big thing that has helped me. I know I've spoken about this before. I'm pretty sure I've spoken about this before. I have changed Isla's childminding day. So she goes to childminding on a Monday now. And it's helped me so much because I used to really struggle when George, 
went to work on a Monday and I sort of felt like I couldn't start my week how I wanted to. And again, I there's like this pressure that social media and just society in general, Monday, you must smash life. And I didn't feel like I could with my child, rightly or wrongly. I'm not suggesting like that, you know, the right mindset to have, but it's something that's helped me deal with that. I feel like I can now focus on myself on this dreaded fucking Monday. <laughs> Whether I feel the need to be productive or today I'm actually taking it really slow, which is lovely, although slow, but not necessarily mindful, which is an interesting distinction because, so again, going back to the irony, I sent all these tips, my people yesterday, I have people. (laughs) And although to be fair, luckily the feedback was really good. Well, my sister, some of the feedback was good. My sister sent me feedback yesterday and she was like, your thing doesn't work really well on an iPhone oh you should do this you should do that and I'm so grateful but also it's really difficult to hear because you just want everything to be perfect it's so hard to remember that you know when we start new ventures it's never going to be perfect so I'm so grateful for her for the feedback but it was also really difficult to be like fuck you know (laughs) I should have done it this way why didn't I think of it just took a deep breath it's okay I'm not perfect no one's perfect and we can't we're never going to be perfect when we start something new so I'm trying to remember this with my business and my mailing list and my platform and stuff like that anyway the distinction between slow and mindful such an important distinction because I'm taking this morning slow but then I caught myself just fucking scrolling on Instagram and it's just not healthy it's not good especially a lot of well I feel like it you know obviously everyone's Instagram feed and pool of people will be different but I follow a lot of mums and it feels like so many people went to Winter Wonderland this weekend and I don't think we will be going to Winter Wonderland this year we went last year with Isla and I mean don't get me wrong it was so so lovely but I think she was a little bit too young to properly enjoy it and because she was too young to enjoy it if she's not enjoying something I'm obviously not enjoying it as much but I love Winter Wonderland anyway I don't think we're going to be going this year because well (laughs) financially we're fucking hemorrhaging cash by the way I tried to apply for a credit card last week (laughs) and I got rejected also another aspect of life and parenting that people don't talk about enough and I hope that I never come across like I'm living this fucking lavish lifestyle because I got rejected for a credit card and to be fully transparent about my situation because I think it's something that a lot of us feel shame around um I've asked my mum to help me financially and yeah I'm also going to be transparent about the fact that I feel resistant to share this because I know that my sister listens to the podcast and I think sometimes I don't know with siblings there's like you you know you want to feel equal um and I think it's something that we feel as kids and does it ever go away when we grow up I'm not sure that it does and I'm resistant to share because I feel you know I think I feel bad I feel guilty that I'm receiving this help and not only don't get me wrong I'm also obviously so fucking grateful but I feel guilty to the people that perhaps are not in the position where they are able to ask for financial help from family members and also guilty that you know 
I don't know. I don't know. It's. I just wanted to be transparent. I'm laying down. I'm going to sit back up because I don't know why. I'm just, and I don't even know why I feel the need to tell you, but I'm going to sit up. I'm chilly. It is so cold. <laughs> winter. I'm not here for winter. I'm not here for winter. Anyway, money. We're not going to winter wonderland. And there's just so much pressure around Christmas. Like do X, Y, Z with your kids. Go you know, I don't know, go fucking be festive. It's the most wonderful time of year. And don't get me wrong, it is. I don't want to, I don't want to come across like the Grinch because I'm not at all. I really love Christmas. But I also just want to appreciate and acknowledge that for some people, it can bring about a lot of stress, a lot of chaos. And that's okay as well. I know that I'm already feeling a little bit stressed in terms of stress is probably the wrong word. Stress is probably a little bit strong of a word. But okay, so for example, in our family, Christmas revolves a lot around food. <laughs> and I'm sure that a lot of families have this. But Isla, she's not the best eater. Um, and granted, we're pretty lenient. We don't force her to sit at the table. And a lot of people say to me, oh, she's still young. She's still young. But also, at what age does she stop being too young for us to really, really encourage her to sit at the table? At least when we're still eating, you know, she doesn't have to eat if she's not hungry. But we don't at the moment. We're really lenient. And if she wants to leave the table, whatever, she leaves the table. But I'm already feeling a little bit of anxiety at like the thought that my family are gonna... It's not that they're gonna judge me, but maybe judge me, just probably not out loud, but maybe in their head think that I should encourage her to sit at the table. And that's just one example. Should encourage her to eat her broccoli. And we don't encourage her to eat her broccoli. I mean, obviously we do encourage her to eat her broccoli. There's a fine line between force and encourage we don't force it so yeah in general we're just we're really gentle with Isla maybe a bit too gentle and I think I do get self-conscious that I'm sort of seen as like a doormat not a doormat but like I just let my child run around and do whatever she wants and the thing is I kind of do but she's not a dickhead so like why not but it's not that I grew up in a strict household or that my family I feel like my family is strict but uh, I it's something that I struggle with being around like my extended family as well because we don't spend a lot of time with them I don't see them very often and also my cousin's son he is he eats everything it's unbelievable he is just how old is he now five years old I think and he's really well behaved or he comes across really well behaved <laughs> and I hate that I'm you know comparing Isla to him but I'm just, I think I worry that people are going to be like, oh, he does this. Isla doesn't do that, you know? Oh, speaking of Christmas, so yesterday. <laughs> okay, so this weekend, I'm not going to talk about it too much because George and I discussed it um, when we recorded our episode yesterday. But we were at a concert. We went to John Sheds and I pronounced it right, George. You're here yesterday. Why I'm saying that? You're here yesterday. <laughs> You weren't here yesterday, next week. Oh my God, my brain. Anyway, we went to John Sheds, saw Califat. It was amazing. Needless to say, Isla was with her auntie for the weekend. And then George went and picked her up in the afternoon on Sunday. And then we went to the Christmas market. There was a Christmas market in our town where we live. And we thought, oh my God, it's going to be so cute. Okay, let's go. <laughs> let's go get festive fuck me it's just it was just such chaos like the thing is it can be it can be so sweet and festive I was walking up and down the high street I just I couldn't stop laughing because there were just kids everywhere cranky and grumpy and crying and screaming and just parents trying to do what they could <laughs> 
it was one of those like small town Christmas markets that was just it's so awful that it's actually really really good <laughs> and then we tried to go to the pub but obviously we couldn't get seated in the pub so we bought an overpriced mulled wine and then just walked home <laughs> I did buy a Christmas bauble which was so cute it was Isla's first like Christmas bauble but <laughs> she was playing with it she dropped it in a puddle because it was raining and it was just oh it was so manic I honestly it's it makes me laugh so much because there is such pressure to just be happy and festive and it's just if you have kids you know that it it's so manic it's so manic and don't get me wrong there are moments of pure magic and joy but also oh my god I can't it's just it's too fucking funny uh, I will say yesterday morning when George and I woke up we then had the most lovely slow morning I've had in a long time and don't get me wrong I'm not suggesting that they can't happen with a kid but it's just not the same because there's always this guilt for example we can have a slow morning Isla will watch some cartoons and maybe you know I'll hoover mark and I know that doesn't sound like the best morning ever but when you don't get the opportunity to do that, it's just nice to be able to potter about and clean and tidy and make the house feel and look fresh and wholesome, you know? So that's what I did yesterday. And oh my goodness, I was just, it's, I missed her so much. I really, really did miss her actually more than I thought I would. And which is so lovely because more and more, as soon as she's away, I miss her so much more than I used to before I was like, ciao. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, oh, to be able to just feel a bit free, you know, to just do what you want is, it's so underrated. Every time George and I have some time together without Isla, it literally feels like we're dating again. It feels like it's seven years ago and we've just met and it's, oh, it's so, so special. Um, but anyway, then we went to a Christmas market. It was absolute. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful oh my god what was great though is that we decided to put our tree up yesterday and then we got all the baubles out and about a million broke because we said to Isla that she could put the baubles on the tree but it did occupy her for a good hour so we had all the baubles in a box and then she was just occupying herself for so long I was making roast and that was really really like that was a moment I've just felt so grateful we had Christmas music on I was making roast George was just pottering about helping Isla helping me and oh yeah top tip guys if you're putting your tree up give a shit what it looks like give a shit what the tree looks like <laughs> we have 30 baubles on like three branches <laughs> it's so funny it's <laughs> the least like aesthetically pleasing Christmas tree but I don't care because it occupied her for an hour and you know what I think I'm gonna do I think I'm gonna take all the balls off <laughs> and whenever I just need a moment to myself I'm just gonna be like oh my god what happened look bubbles fall down <laughs> let's put bubbles back on um so yeah top tip just give a shit what your Christmas tree looks like let your child put the bubbles on I actually have another really good top tip but you know <laughs> I'm gonna keep you on your toes and I'll give it to you at the end <laughs> of the episode to, to make sure that you keep listening if you don't have kids this top tip is completely irrelevant to you so <laughs> you can stop listening whenever you want what else oh do you know right this is so random but I really need to pee does anyone else ever test themselves when they need to pee you're like okay now I'm just gonna do this one thing and then I'm gonna pee after and then you're like oh my god let's see if I can do one more thing before I finally break and have to go to the toilet
toilet and I just thought to myself, do I pause the recording and go to the toilet or do I power through and... (laughs) I'm fucking dead that this is what my life has come to. Living life on the edge for me at the moment is seeing how long I can hold on before I go to the toilet, (laughs) before I pee myself. Oh... I think I'm gonna have to go. I think I'm gonna have to do it. I'll be back. Okay, I'm back. Although to you guys, absolutely no time has passed because of my clever editing techniques. Ah, <laughs> oh, emotions are feeling a little bit high for me at the moment, and it's a full moon today, which works really well in my favor because it means that I can blame, you know, <laughs> my irrational outbursts of emotion on the full moon. No, but in all seriousness, I really do believe that we are affected by the full moon and its energy. <laughs> and if you think that's really wanky, I totally respect your opinion because I agree. <laughs> That doesn't mean (laughs) that I can't have this opinion. I met a woman at a class that I was teaching at the weekend, actually. I met two amazing women. And I was covering a class for, you know, another teacher, another woman that actually I met at a retreat a little while ago. But, oh my God, did I tell you guys about the fucking chaos of two weeks ago? I posted it on my Instagram. So I'm meant to be teaching this class, honestly. And this is where I think yoga really helps me deal with things is I fucking showed up half an hour late for this yoga class that I'm meant to be covering. I was in such an anxious state, I can't even tell you. And I mean, after the fact, I realized because at the time, I just thought, basically, I got the time wrong. I thought the class started at 10. The class didn't start at 10. It started at 9. And I showed up at 9.30. I thought I was on time and early, you know, ready to set up and stuff. Anyway, needless to say, I arrived and I just got a text from the teacher I was uh, covering for saying like, oh, this woman, that woman they're waiting for you blah blah and I was like fuck I'm so sorry blah blah anyway I got back into my car and I literally just cried (laughs) I cried in my car for like 10 minutes I just felt oh it's so awful when you feel like you let yourself down and you let other people down and I really struggled not beating myself up when things like that happened to me anyway I was so anxious and my point being is that this is where I think yoga and a good breath practice helps kind of overcome those moments and I always say this in my yoga classes that for me like postures and stuff yeah okay they're fun but it's more about just finding pockets of calm and pockets of ease in moments of effort so for example I don't know why I feel the need to explain my um, yoga techniques to you guys but (laughs) there will be a point I promise well the point is just it's just me anyway (laughs) oh my god fucking we're gonna get on to my anxiety in a moment actually because I have some other stuff to say about that which reminds me I haven't taken my medication today and I've not been great at taking my medication at the moment and I've been feeling the ups and downs I'm still on my antidepressants if you're new and listening to this episode um for the first time welcome but not but just hi (laughs) I'm on antidepressants (laughs) Okay, shake it out, shake it off, calm, gather ourselves in yoga. (laughs) Where's my brain? My brain, uh, there's no brain. My brain's with the moon. (laughs) Far, far away, but very much, oh my God, stop talking, Mackley, in yoga. (laughs) 
when you hold, for example, a particular posture, we tend to like, because the body is exerting energy and is like in, in effort, so to speak, we tend to breathe quite quickly because the body feels that it needs a lot of oxygen. Whereas actually, if we're able to slow our breath down in moments of physical effort, like doing a, you know, somewhat dynamic yoga pose, when we're able to do that, it's easier to transfer when we experience mental and emotional obstacles. And this is where I honestly, I swear by bringing yoga just into our lives because in that moment, all I had to do was, well, not all I had to do, it didn't just go away immediately, but I really took my time to just breathe. And we are so hard on ourselves. Is it just me? Like, it's so, so hard to show ourselves the grace and forgiveness that we might show someone else for literally just making a fucking simple mistake. I can't tell you the anxiety that I was in when I was in the car after I missed this class, but I took a deep, deep breath and not just one, <laughs> about a million. And it really, it just helps ground down and calm the nervous system. And then it's funny because I was meant to be covering two of those classes. And last week was the first one. And then this week, so like three days ago now, this Saturday, I covered again. Thankfully, she allowed me to show up again. And I took a moment when I like when I arrived just before I was teaching the class and I was like oh my god last week I was in such a state of panic and overwhelm because I felt like I'd let myself down and actually in this moment like I'm fine you know what I mean like it's all okay stressful moments moments of overwhelm anxiety like they really do pass that's just my reminder (laughs) from me to you I had a point to this story (laughs) oh I met why was I saying this though I was saying that I met the most amazing woman oh because I think I was talking about wank (laughs) I met um a couple of really great women so at the class that I was teaching the one that I actually made it to and one of the women she is someone that um I wouldn't say struggles with the spiritual aspect of yoga but she just finds it funny and I think it's like a nervous reaction and that's absolutely (laughs) fine if anything personally I encourage it and towards the beginning of the class I was just like breathing and letting go and shaking if you've practiced with me before you know how I just like to shake it all out and you know it's just fucking yoga at the end of the day anyway speaking of I'm doing a workshop in January so if you're in Essex near Braintree and you're listening to this save your spot it's on my website magliswift.com go to events and book your spot let me know send me an email if you think that I should do a discount for podcast listeners hmm maybe I will only if I get an email you have to (laughs) if you don't ask you don't get guys Um, anyway, so this woman started laughing in my class and I encouraged her. I was like, yeah, it's like, it's weird. It's uncomfortable sometimes, especially when you're doing something that's totally new and out of your comfort zone. And at the end of the class, she thanked me for allowing her to laugh. But she said that she'd gone to yoga classes in the past. And apparently it happened to her once that she laughed. It was a nervous reaction, you know, of the body, this woman, like it was a guided chakra meditation. And she had started laughing and the teacher had basically said that she was ruining the vibe of the class. 
which makes me laugh because like, oh, fuck off, get off your high horse. Don't get me wrong. I take yoga so seriously, but also like, it's just fucking yoga. If we can't have fun, if, if we can't laugh about it, like what the fuck are we doing with our lives? And this is what I think also about parenting. And it's funny because sometimes I'll just laugh. Like Isla will be throwing a tantrum in a, in our laugh. And I have been not told before, but I've, I feel like people have commented to me in the past, like, do you not think that it's a bit insensitive or they're not told that, but basically whatever they say, they're insinuating that they think that I'm being insensitive towards Isla. And do you know what? Maybe I am. Maybe that's how it comes across. I'm not at all. I genuinely think my strength lays in nurturing her. I'm not always the best parent in terms of discipline and things like that, but I am really confident that I am there and I hold space for Isla to have whatever emotion that she's having. But come on, like also sometimes it's just fucking ridiculous. And can we not just laugh at the ridiculousness of what it is to have a toddler? (laughs) I swear I had another point, but now I've lost my train of thought. Basically, I met some amazing women at my yoga and at my, well, not my yoga. (laughs) Yoga is mine. I... I'm going delirious. Should we talk about my anxiety? Let's <laughs> let's let's bring it down a peg. I've been feeling really anxious recently. I think social media uh, is bringing a lot of anxiety. I am feeling stress. Stress is maybe the wrong word. I am feeling the need to be perfect. Now that I'm really, really building on the foundations of my business, I'm just putting a lot of pressure on myself to show up professionally all the time, right? Because fuck's sake, I'm over 30, have a child. I own a business. Like, I just feel like those things make me feel like I need to be so professional and so together. And (laughs) guys, oh my God, it's fucking laughable how far away (laughs) from that I feel. I remember being in my early 20s and looking at someone who was, you know, in their 30s, early 30s, whatever, literally feeling like they were the most wise and put together humans. And now I think, are you having a fucking laugh? Like, I can't. And at the moment, I'm noticing that my social media presence, not my social media presence is putting anxiety on myself, but I don't know how I show up on social media. I'm still trying to figure that out. And with me using it to help, you know, plug my business and also just bring awareness about the realities of parenting and motherhood and just fucking life, you know, life is so up and down. And I hate how social media can put pressure on people to just be perfect all the time. But sometimes I just get anxious about showing up. And I've been feeling a lot of that recently and balancing work and Isla, uh, balancing how I show up as a parent, as a mother and how that can come across, how that might affect how people see her, how people see me, how people perceive me to be a mom. Because let's face it, as much as I say that I'm not perfect, there's still this thing, and hopefully I'm not alone in feeling like this, there's still this like thing inside of you. You feel, you want people to think you're a good parent. Of course you do. Like, you know, we're all human. And I just want people to think I'm good. (laughs) 
<laughs> basically to think that I'm a good human, <laughs> a good mom, to think that I'm a talented and giving and compassionate yoga teacher, to think that oh, I'm a wholesome, mindful parent and I am those things. But also sometimes I'm just a ball of anxiety and nerves and chaos and yeah, uh, balancing those two like, con- you know, contradictory concepts can be a little bit difficult, but we are all contradictory humans, aren't we? Like we don't have to be one or the other, but it can be difficult to find a balance between like, oh, I'm this wholesome person, mindful person, you know, I believe in mindful living and just connectedness, mind, body connection. I believe in gentle parenting, but also... <laughs> But also I'm on antidepressants, but also sometimes I don't want to spend time with my child. Sometimes all I want to do is watch something on Netflix instead of reading my book. Sometimes I just want to scream at George because, you know, I'm annoyed that he hasn't noticed that I've changed the bed sheets when, you know, I want him to notice I've changed the bed sheets. Of course I do. Blah, 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 blah. All of those things it can coexist, but it can be really difficult to allow them to coexist within us. We are difficult <laughs> humans, aren't we? Humans are so complex. Humans are so complex. Speaking about changing the bedsheets. Okay, I feel really embarrassed to admit this, but the other day, this is a couple of weeks ago to be fair, I changed the bedsheets. So I obviously took the bedsheets off. I put them in the wash. I put them in the dryer. And then the same bedsheets were dry and ready to go on the bed. However, <laughs> this is my little confession. I did not put the same bed sheets back on the bed, even though they're my favorite set and even though they were dry and perfectly fine to be put on the bed, because I knew that if I put the same set of bed sheets on the bed, George wouldn't realize that I changed the bed sheets and I needed him to realize that I had changed the bed sheets. Because when you are the main like caregiver of the child and the household, it's the unseen things that really can take their toll on you the things that you do that are unseen you know that don't necessarily get noticed and I just I feel they need to be noticed I I really sometimes you know when you feel like you're giving so much and there are little things you need for those little things to go acknowledged you need them to be acknowledged because otherwise you're going to go fucking mental because you know you feel like you're not doing anything and no one's showing you any gratitude for all of the things that you do <sighs> yeah so <laughs> I made a point to put, even though my favorite sets, they're honestly the be- they're the best set of veggies. Good old Tesco's. <laughs> FNF, if you want to hit me up on a sponsorship, I will take it. Yeah, that was that. I needed to make a point. And I'm not gonna lie, George didn't notice that I changed the bed sheets. So I told him, George, look, I changed the bed sheets. And he said, Oh, thanks. <laughs> He didn't give a shit. <laughs> no, he did. He did give a shit. But you know, and you know, when you just like sometimes, sometimes I have days. I just need a lot of acknowledgement and validation. And I think at the moment, I think at the moment, I'm going through a phase like that. I'm craving validation, and I don't know if it's because I'm not giving it enough to myself, even though I try to. But it is really hard. It's so hard to tell ourselves that we're like good and doing enough, isn't it? Why is it? It's so fucking hard when I am the first person to tell friends, family, if ever they're having a difficult day, I'm literally the first person to, you know, hype them up. But it's so, so difficult. It just feels cringe to do it to ourselves. Anyway, so yeah, I think I've been struggling with that a little bit. And I just, (laughs) I'm like, I need... (laughs) 
I need validation. I just, I need people to tell me that I'm doing good. And I hate that I feel like that. I really, really hate it. But oh, also back to social media, I've caught myself. I hate that I'm admitting this. I mean, I hate that I feel it. And I also am embarrassed that I'm about to admit this to the millions of people that obviously listen to my podcast. (laughs) Oh, I've looked at how many likes I'm getting on my social media. Engagement has been poor in general. And I've spoken to, I have some people in my life who are like in the industry, so to speak. And what I mean by in the industry, they like work as Instagram strategists and stuff. And apparently across the board in general, social media engagement is down, something to do with the algorithm, blah, blah. I don't really get it. But when you use your platform for your business, it can feel really disheartening because you feel like what you're putting out isn't people aren't enjoying it and I know that it's not true because so often I see things you know on Instagram that I enjoy and I don't necessarily like it and I try so hard to really be quite active in liking and commenting and sharing and things like that because I know that I'm someone that I'm so grateful when people do it to me just it just it's a way to support someone in their business if their business is on social media that literally doesn't you know doesn't cost anyone else anything yeah and I hate I hate that I've been doing that and I feel embarrassed to admit it but I'm I'm in a phase where I think I'm needing and craving validation I don't know if it's to do with winter I've spoken about this before I really really struggle in winter my morale is low my motivation is low oh which brings me onto the fact my medication I I don't know what happened I went a few days I just completely forgot to take my um sertraline is the antidepressants that I'm on and I actually got a message the other day someone asking me if I was still on it because I hadn't spoken about it I mean (laughs) it's not much to say. I take my breakfast. I take a pill. I, but I did notice, I didn't think I would notice, but I really did notice the difference. My morale dropped. I was more irritable. I just felt lower. I felt down. And it's funny because I had thought, oh, maybe I don't need it anymore. Cause I was, you know, in a place where I just felt good, confident. Um, and then I didn't take it and I didn't go to show that there is a place for things like this. You know, there's a, there's a reason that these medications exist. And I never thought that I would be someone that would ever go on anything, you know, like antidepressants. Um, But here we are. It is okay. It is okay. I'm pretty sure that winter and like the lead up to Christmas is actually one of the times where there's the highest amount of depression and suicides and stuff like that. So if the lead up to Christmas is feeling overwhelming for you, you know, Oh, kids. I think also when you have kids, part of it, part of it is, yeah, having kids can make it so much more festive. It can bring the magic back into Christmas, which can get lost sometimes when you're an adult. But also... Also, it's chaos. You know, you it does revolve around your children. Your fucking life revolves around your children. <laughs> so, yeah, so much so. Do you know what I do with George sometimes? Oh, this is awful that I do this. But I can't remember. It happened to us the other day. I can't remember what we were doing or where we were going. We were outside and we were walking to the car. And Isla was having a little bit of a tantrum. And George was getting frustrated at the situation. And I felt the need to be like, yeah, it's like this for me all the time. I don't know why I feel the need to do this. I think what's awful is that I feel the need to tell him that it's hard for me as if he doesn't know. 
well, but, and I'm sure that he does, George is such a compassionate and supportive person, but uh, I don't know why sometimes you feel like, or I feel anyway, I'm just going to speak for myself, obviously, I feel the need to be like, by the way, do you know that it's difficult for me as well, as if he doesn't already know, and I'm sure that he does, but whenever, not whenever, not all the time, but sometimes Isla's being difficult with him in, you know, in regards to something in particular, and I'll say something like, yeah, it's like this for me all the time as well, if he's getting frustrated, basically me, meaning I don't want to deal with it because I deal with that situation 95% of, of the time. And now that you're here, you can be dealing with it too, which I know is really not good. It's not that it's not good. It's not very compassionate, you know, me towards him, but such is life. I'm not perfect. I am going to use this moment to do my mum confession before I move on to the last little bits that I wanted to mention. My mum confession of the week is that as much as I do consider myself to be, you know, a mindful parent, a mindful mum, a mindful person, I mean, it's probably, if you listen to the podcast, it's this confession is probably very obvious. (laughs) And not a confession at all. (laughs) I really struggle with self-compassion I really really struggle with self-compassion which is so fucking ironical considering that I literally make a living (laughs) out of encouraging people to show themselves compassion and be gentle with themselves and find some self-love and self-confidence in themselves through you know the practice of yoga and breath and stuff like that but I, I'm someone that is really, really difficult on themselves. And God forbid, you know, I'm on my phone, or I, you know, I realize I'm on my phone, and Isla is next to me, I literally feel like the world's worst parent. And isn't it funny that actually my confession isn't the fact that I'm on my phone sometimes when I'm with Isla. The fact is, I beat myself up so much about it. It's really, really difficult. Sometimes I, does anyone ever feel like they're just not I hate that I'm saying what's difficult about what I really, really struggle with, guys. I'm like feeling myself get a little bit emotional. What I really struggle with is admitting that sometimes I don't like myself and sometimes I just don't think that I'm good enough. I just don't think that I'm worthy enough as as a person, as a mom, as a human, as a partner. And feeling like that, but also being in an industry, you know, the yoga industry where I feel like I need to show people that I do believe in myself, that I do believe that I'm worthy and I'm all these amazing amazing things. Because if I don't believe them, how, why are people gonna trust in me to help guide them to those things that I'm also trying to achieve? Does that make sense? And I know that those are just the demons in my head and the reality of the situation is that all I'm doing is sharing tools, day-to-day tools that I use with these people. And at the end of the day, we're all human. It's not because, you know, I teach yoga and I'm a quote-unquote mindful parent that I can't have moments of doubt and moments of feeling, you know, worthlessness because I think you can feel worthy but still have moments of feeling like you're not good enough, feeling like you're not capable enough. And my those moments for me um, are a little bit more frequent 
frequent than than they have been in the last year and that's difficult I'm navigating it and that balance between you know admitting it I think it's a good thing to talk about it and to bring awareness to those emotions and it's okay to feel those emotions but I being in the industry that I am the wellness industry I think can also be sometimes a little bit toxic like it must only be positive energy that you're putting out into the world otherwise why would people ever want to work with you do yoga with you breathe with you do you know what I mean and that's something that I struggle with at the moment I think I'm going through a little bit of a trough to use the peaks and trough uh, analogy a little bit of a trough in terms of worthiness and that's okay everything passes everything is temporary this too shall pass but it's it's where I am just want to be the best parent for Isla and I know that I can only be as good as me And I think sometimes when we say, I want to be the best parent, we have this idea of things that we see and things that other people are embodying. And we think I need to embody those things, but that works for them. And it doesn't necessarily match up with how we are. And that's okay. We need to find our own version of best parenting, but it can be really difficult to shut out the noise. So as mindful as I am as a person, and I really do consider myself judgment free ish. I also very much struggle to shut out the noise and I'm going through one of those phases. Okay, moving on to Isla's stuttering. I spoke about this on Instagram. Um, Have I spoken about it on the podcast? Sometimes I forget sort of what platform I've mentioned things on. Isla has been stuttering. I will say that it's gone down loads and I don't know why. I I think just it's passed. Uh, But I just wanted to share a couple of, you know, comments and feedback bits that we got or that I got when I shared it on Instagram. Basically, the gist is it's a developmental phase, so to speak. Everyone, basically, I think 99% of people that got back to me on social media said that their little ones had also gone through it. And one, (laughs) a friend of mine actually sent me a text. saying that her little one came back from nursery and all of a sudden she had this stutter and she thought that the, her kid had bumped her head and she took her to A&E. <laughs> oh, that made me laugh so much. Um, anyway, I think it's just a developmental thing. So I'm not worried about it at all. And actually Isla's speech is coming along really well. So much so, George, for ages, Isla kept calling him mama and I would be mummy. And then she spent the weekend with Hannah, which is George's sister, so Isla's auntie. And all of a sudden, she's now saying papa to George, like just, uh, I don't know, out of nowhere. Um, obviously not out of nowhere, but because we have still been saying papa, even though she says mama, we don't necessarily correct her. But when we say it, we say papa. And she's also started to say a few words in French, which uh, means the absolute world to me because I, you know, I've spoken about something that I've, it's been difficult to speak French with her, especially when no one else around me is speaking French. Um, I think also when I'm parenting Isla, and when I use the word parenting in this sense, I think I actually mean disciplining Isla in front of other people who don't speak French while no one else around me speaks French apart from my sister. But, well, and my family, obviously, but they're in France. Um, I feel the need to say it in English as if I'm, I think I'm trying to prove a point to the other people around me. I am disciplining my child. You know, say Isla, I don't know, is throwing a tantrum or, I don't know, maybe she's thrown something that she shouldn't throw somewhere, she shouldn't throw it, whatever. 
I feel awful saying this. This can be another mum confession. Sometimes I discipline that in English because I feel the need to make a point to the other people around me. Don't worry. I did see that she was quote unquote doing something wrong, not wrong, but just being a toddler. But you know, she still needs to understand you shouldn't do X, Y, Z, whatever. I don't tell her off, but I just, I tell her, I feel the need to show that I'm being a good parent, right? Because my child has done this thing, which they shouldn't do quote unquote. And don't worry, I'm telling her I'm taking care of the situation because I'm this amazing parent. Whereas if I would say in French, they wouldn't understand it because they don't speak French. Do you know what I mean? I hate that I do that. Anyway, I do. I'm human. Here we are. Etienne, which is dummy. She started saying that in French. Pum, which is apple. (laughs) Those are our main two words. But that's okay. I'm taking what I can get. Okay, my last thing that I wanted to say, what are your thoughts on Black Friday? I feel like I have absolutely been bombarded with Black Friday stuff. And I got a couple of questions saying, Maglia, are you going to do any Black Friday deals on my yoga stuff? I didn't do any Black Friday stuff. And I just wanted to acknowledge it. Um, If ever... I would hope, and maybe I should make that more clear on my social media, on my website, and I'm making it clear now on the platform, on the platform, on the podcast, I mean. If ever you are interested in doing yoga with me, but financially, it really is something that you cannot afford, but it's something that you feel that you really, really need. I hope that you feel comfortable to reach out to me and we can work something out. And that is why I did not do a Black Friday offer on my monthly membership and any of my yoga bundles, because... I don't want you to just buy it because it's on offer. If you really need it, but you can't afford it, we'll work something out. My offerings are not for people who just want something that's on sale. They're for people who enjoy the way that I do yoga, enjoy just shaking it out, having a bit of fun, but also feeling more connected to themselves, their body, their truth, uh, their breath, whilst, you know, exploring different physical movements. I take it really seriously again, but also it's just fucking yoga. So we do have a lot of fun on the platform. But anyway, I just wanted to acknowledge that in case, um, yeah, I got a couple of questions about it. And that is why I did not do it. I had one more thing that I wanted to touch on. No, I don't think I did. Oh, yeah, my top tip of the week. My top tip of the week, when I had Isla, obviously, when I knew that I was having a girl, a few things, you know, cropped up like, oh, I'm going to get to do her hair. I'm going to get to whatever X, Y, Z. And I don't know why doing plaits is something that I've always wanted to do if, you know, I was going to have a girl like just brushing her hair and doing things like that. And I was never really good at plaiting hair. So I, as soon as I found out I was having a girl, I started to practice on my own hair. And dare I say, I'm quite proud of how far I've come but I have always struggled doing Isla's hair as soon as I try and even just put a ponytail in her she she (laughs) this is so funny she runs away I'm literally just like holding her by her hair and it looks like for anyone that were to just like catch a glimpse of that moment it literally looks like I'm just (laughs) trying to hold her back by her hair (laughs) which I'm not at all you know if she runs away I I I don't know if this is the right way to do it, but I keep hold of her hair, but I just run like with her, obviously, so that I'm not pulling her hair. (laughs) But anyway, I now do her hair first thing in the morning when she's 
having her morning bottle and it works a treat because she's distracted, she's comforted, she's soothed by her morning milk and I've been able to plait her hair without any issues. So if you have a girl, if you have a boy, well, I was going to say, how fucking wrong of me? I was going to say, if you have a girl, you're welcome. And if you have a boy, then you don't need this top tip. I can't believe it that I just said that. Isn't it weird? I consider myself a really like progressive person, but sometimes you have these not innate beliefs, but just these conditioned ideas. And even though you've changed, sometimes this is how conditioned we are that sometimes they just come out without you even thinking about it. Regardless of what gender, even if your child has no gender, <laughs> you can make use of this top tip. I'm sending you lots of love. The run up to Christmas. I prefer the run up to Christmas than actual Christmas day. How does anyone, how do you guys feel about that? I love the like festive run up. Um, I also really like the middle part, like, you know, in between Christmas day and new year where you just have no idea what day it is and you don't know your ass from your elbow. Oh, I wanted to mention now, I am going to take a break over Christmas. So you will have this episode, which is I mean, gonna come out, I want to say tomorrow, but like it's today for you guys, because again, obviously you are waiting (laughs) for my episodes to come out on Tuesdays, (laughs) Um, which is the 28th. And then there will be an episode Tuesday 5th. There will be an episode Tuesday 12th and 19th. There will not be an episode on the 26th of December or the 2nd of January. I'm going to take a little break those two weeks. Last year, I went straight through but I'm just gonna take a break this year a well-deserved break and we will be back on the 9th of January so to set the scene the next episode next next week's episode will be me and George uh talking about relationship and child-free weekend the week after that or the week after that is really exciting we have Lauren who is have I mentioned this before can't remember she talks to us about her trying to conceive gender she tried for a couple of years it wasn't successful she had endometriosis she had surgery and now she's hoping to be able to continue on her you know trying to conceive journey she also is a sex worker on OnlyFans so she talks about trying to implement boundaries with that assuming you know that a pregnancy will be successful how she's gonna manage that side of the business you know because there's a lot of controversy well as you know being a sex worker so we talk a lot about that such an interesting episode I highly recommend and then the week after that will be me and my sister I hope I've actually only just this morning sent her a text being like hey can you do um can you do an episode recording um you know lead up to Christmas chaos that is probably what that is going to be about and then two weeks break and I will see you again on the 9th of January I'm sending you lots of love it would genuinely mean the world to me if you would subscribe to the podcast rate the podcast review the podcast you can review on apple Podcasts. if you follow me on instagram it would mean the world if you would share any you know anytime you listen to the episode or just anything to help me spread the word about the podcast and be able to reach more women so we can just you know just talk about how shit life is <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> all the ups and downs of being a woman being a mother and just life in general Mwah. i love you lots i'm so grateful for you being here Ciao.